Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk about probably one of the worst things weather-wise for a pool pro, and that is windy weather, a windstorm, anything to do with wind. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I know we like to complain about the hot weather, how miserable it is out there in the summer. We also tend to complain about the cold weather, how your hands are freezing in the morning. But one thing that really kind of gets us and one thing that's extremely depressing in the industry is when it's windy out, you have a windstorm. Here in my area, we have the dreaded Santa Ana winds. And it's almost like a lottery because it hits certain areas, it misses other areas. I mean, even on my route, when I'm in one city, and if I were to drive to the next city the following day, there may be just one or two leaves in the pool because that area got missed by the sand and the winds. But just 10 minutes away, that pool is thrashed because it was in the full path of the Santa Ana winds. It's a weird phenomenon. And sometimes it just hits certain counties like L.A. County. It'll miss Orange County. Sometimes it'll hit Orange County and miss San Diego County. So there's no real way to tell if it's going to actually hit sometimes. So every area is different. In Arizona, you have the monsoons and you have, you know, 30 mile hour winds, typically sometimes stronger. Florida, a hurricane will roll in ever so often. And if you get the tail end, the wind gusts can be anywhere from 60 miles an hour to 80 miles an hour. There was just a big storm in the East Coast last week. And I think the wind gusts were like 70 miles an hour, knocked over poles. Anything that can knock over a pole or a tree is going to mean that the pool is thrashed at that point, so there's no beating around the bush. When you have wind gusts of 50, 60, 70 miles an hour, there's going to be some major debris in the pool. I mean, I could live with 20 or 30 mile an hour gusts. The pool does get kind of winded, is what I call it, but it's not thrashed. And so if it is a little bit windy out there, it doesn't bother me tremendously. I don't like it, of course, but it's when you get the big windstorms with the sustained gust of 40, 50, 60, 70 miles an hour, where you have to really be concerned. So I think as a pool pro, you have to be extremely proactive. And this means checking the weather app religiously. I mean, my wife's always on me because I'm looking at the weather app two or three times a day, which I guess may be excessive. But you want to get an app on your phone where you can look five, six days ahead. And you want to make sure that it's going to indicate the wind speed that day because the last thing you want to do is be out there working and all of a sudden the wind picks up and then you're wondering why is it so windy today because you weren't proactive checking the weather and you have to be ahead of the weather all the time just to make sure that you're gonna be able to handle a windstorm now what i mean by handle a windstorm 
the pool is going to be thrashed. It's going to be destroyed with debris. You've seen posts on Facebook where you can like walk across the pool. There's so much debris on top. So I think the first step in anything that you do is to get in the right mindset. And yes, when it's windy out and maybe you're going to sleep that night and you can hear the window rattling and your furniture in your backyard moving, your mindset is really important. And you may have trouble sleeping at night. I have the same problem when it's going to be a really bad day the next day. It's just human nature to, of course, have that concern. And the mindset is important. And I've been through many, many windstorms. And so my mindset is, man, it's going to be a mess out there. But I've done this before. I know the routine. And it's not going to be any worse than the worst windstorm that I've had here, which was in 2011, where it was the, the wind gusts were sustained at 70 or 80 miles an hour, which is extremely unusual for my area. And then there was another windstorm a year and a half ago where we had 80 mile hour sustained gusts. So those have been the two worst storms that I've had to deal with. I mean, trees were down everywhere. Streets were blocked because you couldn't even access the streets. I barely got the one account by going around some trees that were down in the road. So these are bad windstorms. And if I've gone through these two really severe windstorms, 50 mile an hour wind gusts are nothing compared to that. And if you have a system in place, you can definitely get through it. And that's the key. So the mindset and then having a system in place so that you can actually do the cleanup. What I like to do is to make sure all my equipment is ready the next day. So the riptide, the bottom feeder, they're ready to go. Make sure you have your bags. I mean, I've been out to, a, this is embarrassing, but I took my riptide one time out and I was doing something, I don't know, cleaning my truck and I took the bags out and I got to a stop and I don't have any bags for the riptide and not even a spare, you know, bag in my truck. And that was my mistake for being a little bit too clean. But this, that's something that you definitely want to be prepared. You want to have everything to go with battery charge. Extra bags, of course, for the vacuum system. And I guess I should back up here. And I would say that if you're in an area where you get windstorms more occasionally than not, getting a vacuum system is going to really move the needle. There's lots of great choices out there. I think the bottom feeder is still out of stock. They're having some stocking issues at the time of this recording. But the Riptide is always available. If you order it and you're in California, it'll get there, get to your house in about five days, four or five days. If you're in Florida, you can just pick one up. And if it ships probably in a day or two at the most, you would get it. Actually, on their website, if you go to um, About Us, there's a shipping information section. And you can see the days there. So California is actually four days in my area. Texas, you're going to get it in three days. And of course, Alabama. And then you have uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, you're going to get it in two days. And then Florida, you're going to get it in one day. So in Alaska, you're going to get it in seven days. So definitely refer to that map on the Riptide site, and that'll be your shipping time. Of course, order it before you need it. That way you don't have to kind of be looking and checking the UPS shipping and make sure you get it before the windstorm. So order that early. And I would suggest getting a vacuum system. You can also pick up a hammerhead directly at your supplier and you would have that on your truck. I'm not sure what's going on over there at PowerVac. They make a great vacuum system, but I believe they're out of stock everywhere. I'm not sure if they had a parts problem or something internal, but you can't really find the PowerVac you know, easily out there, even though it's a great vacuum system. I really like the way the wheels swivel and the ease of using that device. Unfortunately, all you have on the market at this point and not, it's not that they're bad vacuum systems, but they're available. 
is the Hammerhead and also the Riptide. So PowerVac seems to be a little behind on their production. But nonetheless, having a vacuum system is definitely going to save you a tremendous amount of time. Just to give you a quick example, let's just say you don't have a vacuum system and the pool has you know a ton of debris on the bottom. So you're using a leaf rake, and I recommend getting a good size leaf rake. I think the Purity Pool Gator is a great size leaf rake for wind. It's 24 inches wide, and you'll have no problem picking up tons of debris on the bottom, especially large branches. So get the Purity Pool Gator leaf rake. But if you're using the gator, and you're trying to get all that debris out, so when you're skimming the bottom, you're actually stirring everything up, and you have to wait for it to settle back down. And it's kind of a long pattern where you're going on one part, and then you're getting some of the debris out, everything's stirring up, and you're going on the other side of the pool doing the same thing. And you can spend a good 30 minutes getting the debris off the bottom, and I spent longer for sure without the vacuum system. With the vacuum system, like the Riptide, you drop it in, the debris bag on top starts to fill up with leaves, and you're going at a pace where it looks like the leaf raking the bottom is a joke, really. And within 15 minutes, the whole bottom is cleared of debris. It's the advantage of having that system and the power and the bag on top that's going to make a big difference during a windstorm. So if you're old school, so using a leaf rake when the wind hits, think about investing in the vacuum system. Now, you can get away sometimes with like a leaf vac or leaf master. These are the devices that you connect a garden hose to. They have a debris bag on top. And the water pressure will push the debris into the bag. They're not ineffective for sure. The only problem is a lot of the accounts on your route may have really poor water pressure. You'll have to bring your own garden hose because most of the time the customer's hoses are broken. The tip won't fit into the leaf vac. So you definitely want to have your own hose. But the power of that system is dependent on your customer's water pressure. Low water pressure means very low performance. High water pressure means it'll work really good. And it does work effectively, don't get me wrong. That's something that you can invest in. You might spend $80 for a good one, and you can buy these just about anywhere. And then a good garden hose would cost you maybe $40. And then you're going to be better off than a leaf rake for sure. I would say that these kind of vacuums are better than a leaf rake because you don't stir everything up as you're going across the bottom. But they do have their limitations, and the vacuum system is much more effective much more professional, much faster, no extra steps of hooking up a garden hose and, and you know moving that around the pool with the garden hose dragging on the bottom. So it's definitely much more advanced, but the price point reflects that. And you can spend north or close to $2,000 with the battery, with the ba extra bags. And so that's something that you have to consider for your business. But I would say definitely you want to have this available during those windy times. It's kind of like if you're at an event and all of a sudden the temperature starts dropping rapidly. And so now with the wind blowing, it's like 40 degrees. So you go back to your truck and thankfully you have your jacket, you put it on and now you're nice and warm. And this is kind of the same feeling you get with the vacuum system. You know, when you the windstorm hits, having the vacuum system gives you a nice warm feeling. I think I'm not over-exaggerating. Those that have it can agree with me that it puts you in a much better mindset knowing that you have this ready to go. So now you're out there surveying all the damage that the wind has done on your pool route. And most of your pools are just thrashed. So what do you do? How do you begin? The first thing you have to realize is that you're getting paid 
to maintain and clean the pool. And when you have wind event, you may have some customers that are under the impression that you're going to get that pool completely spotless. You're going to spend an hour and a half there and clean it. I don't understand where they get this mindset from. If you hire a gardener and he has to trim the bushes or pull extra weeds, there's going to be an extra charge for that. If you have a house cleaner and you had a party and the house is totally destroyed, you don't expect them to get the same rate when they're spending two extra hours cleaning the house. But with pool service, for some reason, customers think, well, I pay him to clean the pool. The winds hit, the pool looks bad, and I expect the pool to be clean when he leaves today. And this is a weird mindset, and maybe because the pool looks so bad with all the debris in there, that could be one of the reasons. It could be that it's not clear on your service agreement what your win policy is. So you must have a clear service agreement that states what happens during a wind event. And I have mine here. Let me read to you what I have in the verbiage. It's just a small section here. It says wind policy. Pools affected by winds will be cleaned in the following manner. 1. Clean out filtration system. 2. Skimming off the top. 3. Clean up the leaves on the bottom. And 4. Pool vacuuming. Note. This process could take up to three weeks. That's in bold letters, by the way. And that's an important factor because, number one, you want to get the filtration system working. That means emptying the pump basket, skimmer basket. And yes, the pump basket can get full with debris in the windstorm because sometimes the skimmer basket tears right open. And then you want to make sure that if you need to backwash the filter, go ahead and do that. And so step one is just getting the pool actually running again. Sometimes the pool, so the customer will turn the pool off. Sometimes the power company will turn the power off to the area, which is a policy in California. So when they have Santa Ana windstorms predicted, Edison, Southern California Edison will turn the power off to a lot of customers' homes to prevent fires because sometimes the power lines get knocked down. And then a fire erupts, which they're liable for in a certain way. And I think that's why they turn the power off. So the pool may not even be on at that point. So we get the pool back on, you know, set the timer, get everything working again. And then you want to do the skimming of the top. And sometimes that's all you can do is just skim leaves off the top because there's so much debris on there. You want to set a timer for 25 minutes. I know this seems like such a short time to get the pool clean. But if you have 14 pools that day, you're never going to finish, especially if it's the winter time or near winter time where you don't have the full daylight. So if you spend 45 minutes, 50 minutes at each pool, that's going to be like 14 hours and there's not 14 hours of daylight. So you want to limit it to 25 minutes per pool. Now you can add a few minutes here and there, depending on if you can find those minutes from another pool. Let's say the next stop has an automatic cover. So you know that that pool is clean. So you can take that time that you would spend there and divide it into a few of the other pools. So you could spend 30 minutes at one pool, maybe 35 minutes at another. And then when you get to that pool with the cover, you'll just spend five or six minutes there because the cover should be on and you can't really, you don't really want to open it because there's so much debris on top. So that's a good pass for you. You may have a pool later in the day where you know the customer helps you out and they probably had skimmed the surface for you. So you have some extra time there now, put it on your clock. So use that wisely and don't spend more than 25 minutes at the pool unless you have the extra minutes from another pool to make up for that because you're going to be way behind and you're going to miss the last two pools 
then you have to add them to the next service day. And so instead of having 15 pools on a Wednesday, let's say, now you have 17 pools. So definitely you just don't want to waste your time. And if you have that in your service agreement that has to take up to three weeks, the customer should be fine with you skimming as much as you can off the surface and then coming back the next week to do the, the, the vacuuming. Now, the reason why I say three weeks is because let's say you get to a pool and it's just totally thrashed by the wind and it takes you 20 minutes to just clear the surface, get the, everything running, and then the bottom you're going to leave for the next week. So the next week you get there with your vacuum system and you vacuum up that pool, but there's still a lot of dirt on the bottom of the pool. The vacuum system doesn't really do a great job with dirt, and so that's week two. And if there's no automatic cleaner in the pool, then you'll have to come back the following week to vacuum the dirt out of the pool. And there's your three weeks right there. The three weeks could also be you skim the surface, and then you use your vacuum system on the bottom, but there's just so much debris that you just can't get all of it out of the bottom. And then you come back the following week, to get the rest of it out. Hopefully they have an automatic cleaner to get all the dirt out, but this can easily turn into a three-week process and it needs to be noted there so that you're not spending 50 minutes, one hour there, trying to get that pool back in shape. Now what if the customer insists that you get it all clean? Well then, if you have time, you can come back and charge them a service call to clean the pool. More than likely, you won't have the time to do that, so you can't promise them that you'll be back. But you can let them know that, you know, on Friday, if I'm able to, I'll come back around and spend, you know, 45 minutes here. But that's going to be my service charge for that. I hope you understand. And sometimes you have to work on a Saturday if that's the case. And there's, you know, three or four customers that want their pool cleaned. Maybe they have a party coming up or they just want you to have it all dialed in. They should pay for that because that's an extra service and it's your time. And it's something that you're going to have in your service agreement that is a three-week process. Now, if you need a copy of this, you can email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com. That's david at swimmingpoollearning.com, and I'll send you over a Word format so that you can edit it and make changes. One thing that you may want to educate your customers, once they go through a windstorm with you and they realize that it's going to take you two or three weeks to get the pool clean, they may lend a hand at that point. I really love it when customers clean the surface for me. You know, it's kind of like one of those things where you get back to the pool and you see that a trash can full of leaves and you see the customer's leaf rake full of leaves. I don't know why they do that, but they'll leave it next to the trash can with one last dump that they have to do, but they don't do it. And that's like a great feeling. You're like, yeah, the surface is clean. Everything's running. And then you're vacuuming the bottom with your vacuum system with a smile on your face. So having the customers help out really makes a difference especially if you have, let's say, 14 pools that day and four customers really help you out. That goes a long way. They don't have to do that. But if you can encourage them by the fact that, you know, they've been through windstorms with you and if they can help out, that's great because then now you can get their pool back in shape a lot quicker. Back in 2011 when we had the big windstorm in my area, there was one pool in particular. It's kind of a famous picture. I use it on a lot of my thumbnails when I talk about windstorms. There's a, it's a small pool blue tile and there's like a tree in there and man I couldn't even get in the backyard there were trees down everywhere so I just made sure that the system was running I skimmed the top the best I could there was still a tree laying across the pool and it's one of those things where I was like man next week is going to be just so bad but I went back there next week and the customer bless him had used his leaf rake and got 
everything out of that pool. All that was left was some dirt, a few leaves on the bottom. So he actually cleaned this entire pool. He spent the whole weekend cleaning it. And so that was a bonus. And so those surprises always make your day brighter. But if the customer can help out in any way possible, it just makes things much, much easier. I mentioned the dirt that's left in the bottom. And sometimes you don't want the automatic cleaner to vacuum that dirt up because the filter can't take it. And then you're going to be cleaning the filter. And it's one of those things where sometimes a portable filtration system comes in handy. I think Advantage Manufacturing makes all the units you're going to need to look at. If you go over to Advantage Manufacturing and you click on their portable filtration systems, they have the PortaVac system 2.0, which is great because you can get a hitch and put it on the back of your truck. They also have a mini-vac, which is not quite as convenient. You have to put that on your truck. They even have a gas-powered PortaVac system. So if you're in an area where the power goes out and you're trying to do this, having a gas-powered one is great. They have one of my favorite products that is kind of underrated, but it's a 1.5 horsepower pump. You have a handle on there. You have the hose connectors for the top and bottom, and you would just use this to vacuum the pool to waste. The retail price is $6.99, but if you call there and say you're a pool pro, they'll give you this. They'll give you a discount on this particular product, and it's definitely something that you would want to pick up so you can vacuum all the dirt out. It's called the SuperVac 2, and you can definitely use this to uh, vacuum out the pools. Again, only the waste because there's no filter attached, but still you get all the dirt out of the pool. So depending on what kind of windstorm you get, what kind of area you're in, dirt may be an issue for you. And so you may want to get one of these devices. There's some areas of the country where the riptide and the hammerhead just won't work because there's so much dirt. And so one of these systems is great, especially for wind cleanup. So at the minimum, you want to get a pump that you can use to just vacuum the waste. At a maximum, you want to get the PortaVac 2.0, and it retails for $2,600, but if you call them, let them know that you're a pool pro, they'll give you a discount on that price, a wholesale price on that. But one of the keys to getting through this, again, a good mindset is always helpful, but what helps that mindset is having good equipment to back you up, having a good pool hole, having plenty of good leaf rakes, because you may break a couple during this kind of cleanup, having a vacuum system, having a portable filtration system or a portable pump, all of this is going to actually put you in the right mindset. If you wake up and there's a windstorm and you have no vacuum system, you don't have a gator leaf rake, you have a cheap pole that's going to bend and break while you're cleaning up the pool, you have no kind of vacuum with, with the, a leaf vac with the garden hose, you don't have a portable pump or a portable filter, then it's going to be a lot harder for you to kind of get out of bed and get out there and do that. You just don't have the tools to do the job. It's like if you were a fireman and you're trying to put out a fire, you don't have a fire truck, you don't have the hose, you don't have the equipment, you don't have the gloves, you don't have the suit. Same thing with this. You want to suit up and be ready for the windstorm. And a big part of that is having the right tools for the job. Looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can go to my website, swimmingforlearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. I have over 1,200 podcasts you can listen to. So you can definitely find something there for you. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! 
Real quick, if you're not using pool server software, try skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.